Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Vandenberg, and today we're going to be talking about creating vision God's way. I am a lifelong learner and I very much believe in the power of learning and being taught something that I don't know. I also very strongly believe in the power of coaching because it is coaches that help us to get to the next level of our lives, help us to see things that we can't see, help us to see the forest for the trees. So not only am I a coach myself, but I invest money and time and resources into being coached so that I can reach the places that are in my heart to reach. And so I am on a business coaching course at the moment. And there's a beautiful phrase that's come out of this for all of us. And the question to ask ourselves is, what is your committed intention? And so intention, as they described it on this course, is way deeper than just setting a goal. Because we can all set goals and either stick to it or not stick to it. And I know in my own life, I have not stuck to many of the goals I've originally put together. But intention actually goes way deeper than the mechanics of setting a goal. It's like, what do I intend to achieve in my life? What do I, who do I intend to be that God says I am to really unpack this gift of the new man that he's, that Jesus paid for us to have, right? And so it's really got me thinking on a different pathway to just setting goals. But what do I intend to do? from who I intend to be, from what God says, right? And then the word committed means what will what will burn in me so brightly, what will resonate with me so deeply and comes from the heart of God, that I'm committed to do it no matter what, no matter whether I feel good or not, no matter whether things seem to be falling in place, no matter what other people will think or say to me, what am I willing to face that are the voices of no in my head that the enemy tries to get to get me to stop with and how will I say yes to the truth of what Jesus says instead and then on Saturday morning I am leading a team at our church and our pastor uh, taught us something on Saturday morning we have monthly leadership meetings and she was talking about Habakkuk 2.2 and how God tells us to write the vision and make it plain so that we can run with it. And how to do that not only in our own lives, but for our community as well, our family, our teams at work, uh, wherever we lead, right? What does casting this vision looks like? And it just so intrigued me that Jesus is inviting us on this adventure of actually creating a committed vision, not just a goal that you can hit or miss. And maybe you have accountability, maybe you don't. Maybe you're great at hitting your goals, maybe you're not. But there's actually something fully creating a vision. And so as I was sitting down with the Lord, I, I pulled up Habakkuk 2 too, but I love always reading the verses around it to get some context. So I said, Lord, what is the context of this? And let me read you Habakkuk 1, 2, and 3 from the Amplified Bible. So the title of it is God Answers the Prophet. And the prophet had said, Habakkuk had said, I will stand at my guard post and station myself on the tower and I will keep watch to see what he will say to me and whatever answer I will give as his spokesman when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come and it will not delay. 
And isn't it the most beautiful thing when you take the context of a verse and you ask the Lord, and I encourage you to ask him, Lord, what, what did you mean? What were the circumstances at the time? How does that apply to our lives today? And I love Habakkuk's committed intention that he starts with in verse 1. And he says, I will stand at my God post and station myself on the tower. I will keep watch to see what he will say to me and what answer I will give as a spokesman when I'm reproved. Habakkuk made the committed intention to stand and wait to hear from the Lord. He wasn't giving his own opinion. He wasn't giving his reproof to the people. He wasn't reacting to the emotions he felt. He didn't care what other people thought of him. His committed intention was to wait and see what the Lord would say to him and thus what he would say to the people as a result. I love that. So it starts with us positioning ourselves and saying, Lord, I, I am going to wait to hear what you have to say. And this is why it's so important and such a privilege to be able to hear the voice of God. To make this committed intention and say, Lord, I don't want to go with my own opinion. I don't want to go with what I think. I'm not going to go with my emotional reaction, but I'm going to stand at my post and I will wait to listen to hear what you have to say. And then the natural result from that is verse 2. And then it says, and then the Lord answered me and said, then he answers us and he leads us and guides us into what we do. So his instructions to Habakkuk were to write the vision on the clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. And this is a beautiful invitation for all of us that as we hear what God says, the vision for our lives, the vision for what he has for us to do in our whole lives, in different seasons that we're in, in different circumstances that we're in, we get to write it out, to see it in front of our eyes so that not only do we remember it and we can, you know, I, I love to every day go, this is the vision, this is my committed intention, so that I'm reminded of it each day so that circumstances don't sway me. I'm like, no, this is what the Lord said, so this is what we're going to do. And it actually helps us to be planted way more firmly than before because now we have a vision to hold on to, right? So when the inevitable circumstances come, where the enemy tries to test us and tempt us, when our emotions get in the way, when life circumstances happen, those things come and they're like wind on a tree, right? But when your roots are deep, then the wind doesn't have nearly as much effect as if your roots are shallow. And so writing down the vision and making it plain, so not only you can see it, but so can others in your family, in your community, in your team, at church, in your group at work, um, even in those groups that have similar hobbies to you, you know, wherever you gather as a community, to be able to have this common vision so that you can all run off together. And then in verse 3, God says, if you will wait and listen to me, if you'll uh, wait for my answer and write that vision down for the vision is yet for an appointed future time right so God knows exactly when it'll take place and how it will take place but he says it hurries towards the goal of fulfillment it will not fail even though it delays wait patiently for it because it will certainly come it will not delay and isn't that beautiful God says hey if you'll take the first step of waiting and listening to what I have to say, take the second step of doing what I say to say, then the third step is I'll make it come to pass. And it'll come to pass in its direct timing, in its way, but I absolutely promise that it will come to pass. And so this helps us really to not set goals that are based on our, oh, I want to look better than someone else, or I, I want to get a lot of money because then I'll feel secure, which are, you know, all sorts of goals that we can set. Oh, I want to lose weight because then I'll find the man or woman of my dreams. 
all of that stuff is still based on us thinking that this is the goal to achieve in order to get the thing that we want. And God just has such better plans for us and such bigger plans for us than the, than the plans we have for ourselves. And they include coming from a healthy place, not trying to get to a goal to assuage or, or listen to a lie and think that that's the way to solve it, right? So this is the invitation that he is giving to us this week in this podcast and for life, really, is to sit and read through Habakkuk 1, 2, and 3 and say, Lord, wow, what do we get to do with you today? What's the adventure that we get to go on, not only today, but as part of the bigger vision that you have for our lives? How do we get to listen to you? We will stand and commit to listen to what you have to say and to hear you, Holy Spirit. And then we'll commit to do what it is that you're leading us to do. And as a result, we can absolutely know that the vision that comes to pass will come to pass in his way and his timing and beautifully because it will be healthy for us as it comes to pass. What an amazing promise and invitation to us. So, as always, uh, this is the beauty of what's God the Father, Jesus the Savior, Holy Spirit, our guide, and our best friend are inviting us in on. This is how we get to live today. So, I encourage you as a practical tool to sit down with your favorite version of the Word. Go through Habakkuk 1, 2, and 3. Ask the, talk to the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit what this means, talk it through with Him and write down your vision. Then keep it in front of your eyes and repeat it, go over it, constantly be asking the Lord about it. What does it look like? Who's coming? Pray into it, sow into it and just have a wonderful adventure with Him as you go on this journey to seeing it fulfilled. So as always, come across and visit us at awjtoday.com. But as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept?